Hello and welcome to Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat. And this is... Episode 13, The Fandom Presence. The community of Star Wars fans is divided, some praising the sequels, others remaining original trilogy purists, while more still favor the prequels. Each subset displays their fandom in their own unique and creative ways. Some do it for charity, others do it for praise. We do it for fun's sake. This is the Khan episode. Nice. Now, we're not confusing Khan with Star Trek, of course, right? No, no, no <laughs> one confuse. well... Some people confuse the two, but we um, don't associate yeah. with them. And it hasn't been for a while. I've no. Uh, it's been only since what months now that I've actually confused that with anything remotely right. Star Wars. Okay. okay, so back to it. Yeah. Con. See that's now that's the wrong. That's Star Trek, right? I wanted you to feel comfortable. Yeah, well, I know. I'm not wearing a red shirt. Okay, so uh, as that illustrious introduction said, um, we are talking about uh, the. Uh, Florida Supercon that I attended, which was in Miami a couple of weeks ago. That was fun. It was. It was. Uh, you weren't. There, I took of your word for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't, of course, make it. Um, it was uh, more for my daughter, and and I can say at the outset that it was ninety uh, percent anime and anime sort of uh, centered. Um, very little in the way of Star Wars, and you'll hear that in the interviews. But um, there were a few, you know, a few diamonds in the rough, but. Uh, there was uh, there were some interesting characters there. Some um, you know, admittedly, some awesome cosplay. Mm, I'm interested. Tell me more <laughs> about the Star Wars cosplay. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I of course got some interviews, and uh, I did not. No, but you were there in spirit and by name. Actually, I named you. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, people were aware of you. They were asking all about you. Were they? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, it's true. They were. Um, they were just looking at me confusedly. I do, I do appreciate your honesty. <laughs> Even if it does bring a tear to your eyes. Okay, oh, so uh, we're going to listen to the first interview. Um, this uh, this is a family of four, and uh, they were all dressed in Star Wars cosplay, and it was absolutely amazing. And uh, we're going to listen to their story. They sound like my kind of people. They are. All right, this is Charles. We're here at the Florida Supercon, and uh, we're here with an awesome family uh, who are all dressed up, and I'm going to ask them their names and the characters they're dressed up as, and they look fantastic, and I'm also going to post the photo if they're good with it, and I'll tag them in the photo so you guys can see it. All right, and your name is? Uh, Randall Brooks. Randall? Connor. Connor? My, cut, my nephew's name is Connor, and your name is? Rebecca. Rebecca? And your name is? Kira. Kira. All right. And uh, so I'm going to go around and I'm going to ask you again, what are you dressed up as? Mara Jade. Mara Jade. And you are? Poe. Poe. Awesome. And you're dressed up as? Way. And you're dressed up as? Uh, Luke Skywalker. Wonderful. So I'm not going to be, uh, you know, presumptuous and just assume what your favorite character is. So I'm actually going to ask you guys what your favorite character is and uh, see what you guys say. Uh, my, my actual favorite character is Luke Skywalker, although a lot of times I dress as other characters. Like what? Uh, I have um, uh, some pilot costumes, okay. so Resistance pilot, original trilogy pilot. I have a Han Solo, I'll probably wear that tomorrow. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Great commitment. And what about you? What's your favorite character? Way. Very perfect. And what about you? Who's your favorite character? Poe. Nice. And your favorite character? Chewie. Chewie. Yes. <laughs> if Pat were here to co-host, he'd be Not like all over it. 
No, of course. That's great. And um, so you guys do this as a family. You guys are all fans of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars trilogies and the saga, the whole bit. That's great. And you guys, did you guys grow up watching the movies? What was the first movie you saw? I don't know. You don't remember? Phantom Menace, maybe? Attack of the Clones? Okay. What was the first movie you saw? Uh, it was, um, well, that time it was called Star Wars, because that was back come. in the nice. day, but Very A New good. Hope. Yeah, Very it was nice. the first one. Did you see it in theaters? No, I'm a little too, just a little too young for that, but I saw it on HBO, like, uh, wow. yeah, my grandpa had the HBO. That's spectacular. Yeah. I saw it in a drive-in in Canada as the double feature of Empire, Oh wow! and then they put A New Hope, well, Star Wars after it, which was really cool. And what was the first movie you saw? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they just grew up watching it. Yeah. And what was the first one you saw? Um, I actually didn't see it as a kid. I saw it as an adult after I met him. So I watched him in the theaters in order. That is great. Very yeah. good. But yeah, I, always the, the play, oh, sorry. I always got to play Leia on the playground because I had long brown hair. But I had never seen the movies. <laughs> it's okay. You still like the character. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I think then, then the first one that she had seen would have been A New Hope, the special edition special re-release. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, Pat, my co-host who's not here, um, he still has the VHS before the new releases were in oh, yeah. uh, and done. I have them somewhere. Yeah, we so we, yeah. we borrowed from work. I got a VHS to DVD transfer machine, so we're going to transfer them digitally so we can watch them whenever we need to. Yeah, I have the unaltered, too. Okay, well, that's, that's the... Well, honestly, it's the best version that I have, but... Yes, we're only Han Yes! <laughs> yeah, there's multiple versions, absolutely. There's DVD, there's Blu-ray, there's the collection, there's the individuals. Yes, it goes on and on. All right, final question. Uh, what would be the vehicle that you would drive if you were in the Star Wars universe? Uh, X-Wing. X-Wing? Yes. Okay. And what would, you, what would you drive in any vehicle if you were in the Star Wars universe? X-Wing. Awesome. And what about you? What would you drive? What would you use? Millennium Falcon. Nice. Way to go, Chewie. And what about you? Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Very good. Wait, she really wants to ride... A lone, a wolf, a loaf wolf. Oh, the Loth Wolf. Oh, she wants to ride it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is great. Rebels. Love the Rebels. Well, thank you very much for your time, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the con. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Wow, that was pretty great. Yeah, that was a that, that family was like awesome. I mean, I was at the um, the five hundred first display at the back, of course, and um, I saw them walk up, and I was like floored a by just like the the the, the quality of the uh, of the cosplay that they were all in, and you could tell they were a family, and it was just it was it was awesome. Do you remember our um, early on discussions um, preparing for? Celebration Chicago, when the idea was that all of the family would come. That's right. It was going to be and, in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> right, before they threw that Chicago wrench in the mix. Um, but uh, remember the idea that um, we could do um, everyone dressed up as, as different alien races of Jedi. Yes. That's and kind right. of have all seven of all us seven as of us. different different sort of uh, species, species of Jedi. But still be which, the Jedi. That yeah, so would have been cool. really cool because then, you know, the kids could have been Padawans and younglings and such. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Um, yeah, but I love that I don't think we've ever talked about um, um, what vehicle that we would drive no, or no, fly. No, I that's th Yeah, I what's that about? Um, you tell you talk to other people about that, but not me. <laughs> Behind your back. Yeah. 
when I'm not even there? No, if, what, what vehicle would you like to drive if you're in the Star Wars universe? Funny you should ask. <laughs> I don't know. I think speeder bikes are really cool. And snow speeders. Snow I always love them. Uh, me too. That's why the Canada thing. Yeah, you probably. Yeah. But although you'd need a friend, which would be problematic <laughs> in Canada. Right. Well, like, not not in general, because everyone is like vying to be everyone's friend up there. Right, but there's only four of us. Yeah, it's true. Right, like it's there's true. one in each state. Province. Province, right. State? <laughs> you just called them states. You're from there. How do you not know their provinces? <laughs> but listen to this, though. What's really cool about that family is that uh-huh. the parents, they're both members of the Rebel, uh, Legion. Rebel Legion. Okay. And That's they also, exciting. for their cosplay, they're also members of the 501st. And not only what? that... The um the kids are also in like this sort of um, uh, ki- like a juvenile version of like uh of the five hundred first and the Rebel Legion. Like they're, I can't remember exactly the name of the kids t- version. Yeah, they have a kids version as well, and they're I didn't members know of that. that. Yeah, so like this this family is like totally totally uh, enthralled with the franchise, which My is really cool. Be in that one. That's this is true. However, yeah, but you'd just be making more stuff for yourself and for her. Crap. Yeah, that's true. All okay. right. So on to the next one. <laughs> and uh, this uh, is actually, uh, while I was there at the 501st uh, display, uh, I managed to speak to someone from the 501st. Uh, and uh, they're a great organization. So we're going to listen to that right they now. They are a great organization. Very well- I can't wait to hear more. All right. <laughs> I know you can't. <laughs> Just a second. And listen, and you will. All right, my day continues here at the uh, Florida Supercon and uh, hanging out with the uh, Everglades 501st unit. And I'm mixing all that up and saying it wrong because it's quite complex. But I have someone here who's going to be able to explain it to me and us and just all the good that they do. Hi, my name is Justin Yarbrough from Everglades Squad and the Florida Garrison. Let's just keep it going of the 501st Legion. So it's broken down. It's very uh, kind of militaristic. You know, it's the empire. We're bad guys doing good. So we're all imperial or bad guy type costumes from the Star Wars movies. Um, Everglades Squad is the southernmost squad in the state of Florida. Has about 70 plus members. And uh, we do a lot of fun stuff. You know, here at the con where we have the booth set up with a Death Star wall, a display table with helmets and weapons where you can ask some of our members questions. We have the uh, cantina scene from Tatooine and Mos Eisley. We have the uh, Lars Homestead from uh, Aunt Veru and Uncle Owen where uh, they, uh, you know, the, the Empire did win at that point. So we do have some skeletons out front. And, uh, and then we have a small little Tatooine-style wall, kind of most Eisley, uh, for people to, you know, get up against and give that uh, backdrop look. So we have a lot of backdrops with characters um, wandering around. And so you guys build these sets and then tear them down and then bring them wherever you guys go? Yeah, correct. Uh, some of these sets have been built um, by all the members in the Florida Garrison, and we sort of move them around to different storage locations within the state, and we uh, we store them and make sure that they're available for certain comic conventions in the area, like we just did MegaCon recently in Orlando. We're at SuperCon here in South Florida, and then we'll be going over to the uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con that's uh, in Tampa Bay coming up. So the, some of these props that aren't owned by Everglades Squad will move over to the Tampa Bay area for them to use at their same comic-con um just to kind of have a fluidity between and then you know they are you know well-made uh good props that that we do store uh, and that members spend a lot of time and money sweat uh putting them together yeah i mean they're amazing and uh aunt brew and uncle owen um they look a little uh 
uh, uh, emaciated, I would say, yeah. but that's a great part of the scene. Now, when I came in to take my photo, um, like the fool that I look like in mine, um, there was a donation bucket. I dropped some money in there, and that donation's for what? It's for the Peter Mayhew Foundation. Uh, yeah, we do have a you know a stormtrooper bucket that you can just drop in the bucket. It's not mandatory, but it's just you know asked if, if you feel like it and you want to put any amount. You don't have to. Um, you can just put some money in there. But all 100% of the proceeds do go to the Peter Mayhew Foundation. We have signage um, in place to let the guests know that that's where that money is going. Um, and then at the end of the convention, we'll post through the Florida Garrison and Everglades Squad what the grand total was and how much was. Uh, sent over to the Peter Mayhew Foundation. And um, the, the foundation gets really excited and really happy when uh, the 501st Legion really partnered up with them and uh, started, you know, putting some of these donations that are that are gathered. That's awesome. And, you know, Pat and I were in, uh, we went to Celebration Chicago and we were near the Star Wars stage when they had the 501st. And I would assume that's the part of the national level. And they had adopted a uh, young girl who uh, had a dream of being... Star Wars, a part of a Star Wars story, and they donated like some crazy, like forty thousand dollars, and it was just awe-inspiring to see that kind of, like you said, bad people doing good. But it's it's not only uh, you know exploring your fandom, but you're doing it with uh, such a great purpose in mind, while also having the fun time of being able to hang around and dress up in, in cosplay like Star Wars. Um, so I got to ask you, who uh, who do you get dressed up as? In about an hour, I'll be dressed up as Darth Vader. That's the only costume that I brought. I have a Revenge of the Sith version of Darth Vader. Some people don't know there are slight detail differences between each of the movies. So I have a Revenge of the Sith Vader. Um, I also have a Biker Scout. That's like kind of my primary because Biker Scouts are very mobile and uh, also very comfortable for the state of Florida when things get hot. Vader is very warm with a lot of leather. Um, and then I'm also building currently a First Order Stormtrooper because there's not a lot of presence with the First Order in South Florida. So we want to bring the First Order to South Florida. So we do have that. Um, you mentioned uh, Celebration. I was there as well. It was amazing. It was an awesome time. Uh, the 501st Legion does have an endowment with the Make-A-Wish, um, and it's uh, sometimes our donations will go to that as well, where we set certain goals, and now our main goal is to get $501,000 into that endowment. And uh, at that point, the endowment's able to, once a year, grant a Star Wars-based wish to, uh, to a child um, you know, with an illness that, that is deserved of Make-A-Wish. So it's kind of awesome that the, the Legion is able to now have their own endowment through Make-A-Wish uh, and once a year be able to give that uh, wish based on Star Wars. So it's pretty cool. It was an absolutely awesome sight. And uh, really, thank you very much for taking the time and thank you guys for everything that you do. Of course. Of course. Thank you very much for stopping by. All right. Oh, man. Yeah, those, those 501st guys and the Rebel Legion folks are just so gracious yeah and generous and you know there's with the popularity of the fandom it's it's just something that's i think important to to provide that um that sort of presence yeah and and do it for good and to show up to children's hospitals and to yeah. you know yeah. take kids into you know their parade of troops and things like that to really make them feel special i know that um kind of somewhat related my daughter was in the hospital in a children's hospital for 
a few days um, years ago when she was when she was a youngling, and um, she'll always be a youngling. Yes, um, and uh, why do I try? Um, <laughs> and she had um, had Captain Jack Sparrow and Will Turner come and visit her, and um, it was just really cool for her to um, experience that, and then. Um, you know, to have that from the Star Wars fandom is is well better because well, of course Star, Star Wars. Wars, right? <laughs> and what's really cool too is on the main floor, as you know, I was going around with the family and and uh, looking, you know, for people to interview, but also like taking in some of the sites. Um, I saw some of the uh, volunteers, and don't forget, these people are all volunteering their time, so they're there on shifts. Um, he was telling me after we uh, after I'd done recording that you know they come here they each have a day they each have shifts completely voluntary they make their own suits of course they come on there and they help tear uh, set up and tear down so there was pairs of uh, people in cosplay who were going around the floor and walking together and then stopping for photos again it's like almost like when you go to the Disney parks and they have the the cast members in their in their in their costumes. Uh, interacting with the people so you know yeah. they're even beyond the fact that they've manned and womaned the station all the way in the back they're then circulating the floor just providing that extra bit of awesome experience oh yeah and it just it reminds me of that um that 501st member captain rex that we had seen oh in chicago gosh, yes who was he was absolutely brilliant but um you know he we had seen him in the Rex garb with the you know the buzz cut and just he was he was perfect Rex mm -hmm. and then um, then he was manning the 501st booth right. and taking photos of people and then later on he ran with the hoods and right. just it was it's it's these they wear multiple multiple hats and they do the whole dress up thing which is spectacular you know movie caliber uh, costumes but then they each take on that responsibility of, you know, uh, being available yeah. to fans. And, and like, when you went and interviewed them, they, they, they are available to kind of explain what the 501st is about because a lot of people just think that they wear costumes and, you know, go to conventions. Right. And right. they do so, so, so much more than that. And it's, that's really important for them to be available kind of out of character as well to explain that and, and to, promote yeah promote yeah. what they're doing absolutely exactly. yeah it was really really inspiring okay and with that we're going to take a quick break have tree bad place for living show ewok nation make dead Give little gold for big move of laboring. Guaranteed. The Ewok Tree Removal Service of Endor. Taking care of pesky trees and Imperial troops since 6 BBY. All right. We're back. Here we are. And uh, our third and final interview um, is... Uh, from these three younger guys, younger than me for sure, younger than you even. Uh, so, and it was really cool to hear their perspective. Um, and 
with the slim pickings of people who were actually uh, in cosplay. Ah, uh, terrible. They, yeah, I know. Uh, they were it's uh, terrible. They were easy to spot because I was on the lookout, of course. So we're gonna take on the lookout. On the lookout, right? Yes, yeah. the lookout. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, I'm here at uh, Florida Supercon, and uh, later on in the afternoon, I've met three Star Wars fans, uh, finally. It's been uh, slim pickings, but uh, these guys look like they're ready to talk, and they have some great stories, and I'd like to introduce them. Uh, they're going to do some cells and what they're wearing. All right, I am Ryan, and I am uh, dressed as Darth Vader. I am Jaime, and I'm dressed as Anakin Skywalker. I'm Daniel, and sadly, I do not have a costume. Yeah, but you have a great t-shirt, though. Yes, I do have a great T-shirt. It's an awesome T-shirt. And uh, so we were just talking a few minutes ago about how uh, it's pretty thin uh, for Star Wars fans here. And I got to say, you guys look absolutely spectacular. And how has Star Wars affected your life and your fandom? Um, well, I've been a Star Wars fan for as long as I can remember. But um, I really got into the fandom, I'd say, around Force Awakens. That's when I decided I wanted to cosplay and meet more fans and even with the way things are today i'd say there's there's not a better fandom i mean i basically grew up around uh star wars my dad was the one who introduced us but i really started becoming a more of a star wars fan into the fandom when i started watching videos of like uh, the 501st garrison doing their marches through disney doing or promoting charities and it's kind of interesting to see how a lot of people can congregate to come uh, to a sorry to to do one task and really raise uh, raise awareness that's awesome hyman is actually my brother so he actually helped me with a lot of getting into this fandom uh, when it comes to how it means to me, it means so much to me as my, both of my parents introduced me to it, and I actually learned English from watching those movies as a kid. Wait, so you learned the English language watching Star Wars movies? Yes. I, and I spoke only, only Spanish, and then my mother swip, swapped the languages, and I knew it so well because I was so young, and that was all the thing I'd watch that I learned English from it. So what was the first movie you actually watched? I don't know. I was, I'm too young to actually remember. Okay. Well, I can tell you how old I am. I saw Empire Strikes Back at a drive-in, and it was a double feature of uh, A New Hope. Well, what, Star Wars, what it was called back then. That's spectacular. So you mentioned that you were going to be about, I'm talking to Darth Vader here, uh, you're, you're uh, going in for, uh, to become part of the 501st. Yes, I am. And how's that going? I'm almost there. I have a few parts that aren't right, but if I get them, I'm in. That's spectacular. I mean, your suit looks awesome. I took a picture of these guys. I'll be able to post that after. Um, and uh, when, when you wanted to become part of the 501st, what was it that you wanted to do? Mainly just uh, see the Star Wars family because after, like, what's been going on in the fandom, I, I know it's there, but people say it's not. And so I wanted to do an original trilogy character. And as walking around with Darth Vader, I see it. I've seen little kids and I've seen old guys. So I've seen everyone. And I'm so happy I'm able to do that. And they respond to you, I'm sure. Yeah. And you were mentioning before about the fandom and how, you know, what you see as it's coming along and some of the toxicity and some of those things that are coming along today. When I see you dressed up like this in a great cosplay, uh, I think it elevates the, uh, the position of the fandom as well. Uh, what do you think? I mean, the fandom can elevate whatever it wants. But to be honest, we all do like do like. Even if you do like the new movies, or you like, or you're just fans of the originals, it doesn't matter what you like. In all honesty, 
as long as you want to feel part of this family and you don't uh, outsource anyone else, I think that's better for what this community needs. And to be honest, a lot of people used to hate the prequels, but now a lot of people are actually appreciating how the movies are. That's and that's 100% right. And I didn't like the prequels. They weren't for me. At my age, it was almost, almost like a, ch- a child's movie. But I've watched The Clone Wars and I've watched Rebels and I see how they expand the, the universe and how they, they feed the movies. And I just have this brand new appreciation for it. So I'm going to have one more question for each of you guys. If you could drive or fly or use one vehicle in the Star Wars universe, what would it be? For example, I would love to use a speeder bike on Endor. I don't know, it's just something about it I just always love. So if you could choose a vehicle, what which one would you choose? The Ewing Transport. I actually, it's one of the new vehicles, and for whatever reason, it just really attracted me. It seems like a, a really useful vehicle, and it seems like one you could have them download. Oh, maybe one that's upgradable in the future. Who knows? But it seems like a pretty awesome vehicle to fly. At least have Bluetooth, right? <laughs> that's great. What about you? Uh, mine was from. Mine is a Clone Wars vehicle, the Arc One Seventy Starfighter, which is a massive, tanky ship, but has the high capacity to take down any enemy fire that's a great answer and how about you mine would be the ghost from star wars rebels i i love the stealth capabilities of it i love the cannons and i love the fact that i can live in it (laughs) those are great answers guys thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the con all right well there we go so yeah that was a a, like i said like a, a great example of young people who they tell you it's not, but you know it's there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and they tell me how I'm wrong <laughs> uh, in some cases. But, um, but like generationally speaking, it was refreshing for me to sort of see these people who really grew up on the prequels and yeah. are now, uh, you know, look that... Uh, now of age where they deserve to be listened to when they defend the prequels. Exactly, and now there's the, who he's you know wanted to join the five hundred first. He's so in, in in you know ingrained in the in the saga that he's taken that to the next level and actually now going to want to join the five hundred first. It's just really it's it's almost it's inspiring to a certain degree, and you know that the the fandom's in good hands when you see that happening. Yeah, um, especially the face characters, as Disney calls them, um, with their with their um, characters, you. You know, you you see people like Obi Sean, who's pretty well renowned in the con circuits, who is a, is an older gentleman who looks like uh, like a Alec Guinness era Obi Wan, right, right. um, and that's perfect for that. But you know, for the younger characters and the younger population, I think they need. Um, younger people to portray them obviously right right and then you see like the the vehicle reference from the from the ghost and rebels they're showing that yeah. generational uh like or sort of the uh the tendencies to the animated series and the younger generation and they're not carrying yeah. that forward yeah and i love it just to not to get off topic but rebels in general uh was just so well done from the same creative team as as the clone wars but the ghost is very sort of concept reminiscent of the falcon that's very true yeah because you can live on it and yeah, yeah and it's and it's more. got that sort of like strange uh ufo type shape right, to it right and the um cockpit is is also very similar to that of the falcon which i love because you know 
Zeb. Yeah. Uh, Gary Zeb Aurelius is sort of modeled after the early concept, Ralph Macquarie concept art for Chewbacca. Right. Which right. is super cool that they've kind of um, harkened back to those sort of design features with uh, with their version of Vader as well. Right. He's got and that very sort of angular... Um, it's like... like um, uh, not snub nose, but uh, I know you like, like that very yeah, yeah. That, that very distinctive yeah. look yeah, yeah from Macquarie and it's funny um, on uh, on Twitter when I was uh, previewing the fact that we were working on our threep episode I took a picture of my uh, Mouth Ralph Macquarie portfolio you know the portfolio that I showed you yes I took a picture of threep's page and oh I used yeah that as yeah a teaser part of like with, oh we're working with yeah in the early yeah, and you see, early uh, R two in the background so yeah it's kind of cool all right yeah. so we have one more um, one more uh, piece of fan uh, submission and uh, this is from one of our uh, one of our followers and many uh, follower of many different podcasts on Twitter uh, his name uh, at least Twitter handle is uh, a rural farm boy from Pennsylvania ah yes uh, the old gold the stomping. other side of the state though right but yeah. still the old stomping ground right right, right. exactly and uh, his name actually is Anthony and uh, we're gonna listen to uh, a submission that he made we, we asked him three questions and uh, we're gonna take a listen okay I'll do Pat and Charles. It's Rural Farm Boy. Also said Anthony. So I see in my DMs that Yins sent three questions and asked of me. So then I'm going to go and read them out and do my best to answer them for you. Humbled and grateful that you did send them. Ask him. Ah, question number one is, would I rather have seen only the original trilogy and loved it or would I rather have seen all of the saga and had my personal opinion about certain aspects of one of them um well I certainly would want to see the entire saga now as for personal opinion about certain aspects of one of them I ain't greatly sure if I knows what that means so um, how can I put it? I've heard different, there's a couple shows, like maybe like Coffee with Kenobi, where Dan Zare says that they look at Star Wars stories with a, a critical eye. And I never understood what that is. I don't know what critical Star Wars is. That makes no sense to me. And maybe you might ask why. Um, well, because I know and understand that as much as we love all these stories, for me, in my opinion, they're not my stories. They ain't mine. I'm being told a story by whoever the storyteller is. So I don't have any expectation of them on what should be told or what characters should be going and saying or doing or where they should be or shouldn't be. I don't know how to do that plainly because it's not my story for me to say and I love them all the same they're each their own thing in one big long story so that's how I take and that's what gets some folks a bit on the sideways because they go speculating and such and then hold on to things too tight they go getting in their own way and they don't see that no Star Wars has ever been about what we want in my opinion. So your second question is, 
has my passion for the Civil War and participating in reenactments had an effect on my Star Wars fandom? Nope. Um, well, I ain't been a reenactor for going on 20 years now. I got started in that hobby in 1988. And as different groups, no matter what the hobby is, tends to do, things gets political. And after Phantom Menace come out, well, it was actually around 2002 when my middle girl was born. And Attack of the Clones come out. Yeah, things got way too political, and I always said I was a soldier. I ain't a politician, so it was time to put that musket in the corner and hang up that uniform. But I still got great appreciation for that period of history. So nope, never, I was either in all, all in on one of them or all in on the other. When I was reenacting, it was, that's where, that's where my head was. And then come back to the modern day world, pick up that Star Wars fandom. They was each their own thing when I was involved with them. Now I'm just more, much more involved in just the one. And your last question is, has my appreciation for a saga changed since I introduced it to my daughters, if at all? Nope. It's been on that straight level, appreciated all the same. And my girls, have they appreciate it each in their own ways to each of them. And we get together and they each have their thoughts and things. And they geek out about it just as much as I do. Maybe not to my level of it. So I hope those answers... Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to what I had to say. And I'm going to enjoy listening to your show my playlist. Coming up next, we'll see what we're talking about. So till that time, Pat Charles and other conversationists, may the force be with you. See you on the radio. Well, thank you very much, Anthony, at Rural Farm Boy on Twitter. That was great. Thank you very much for taking the time to answer those questions. Uh, they were specifically actually written for you. Um, I've followed you along uh, through your interactions with the other podcasts, and I got to know you a little bit, and uh, those questions certainly uh, rang true from our perspective, and we really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Yeah, absolutely, and um, we appreciate you following us and, and being one of our uh, – one of our earliest supporters that, that we didn't know personally prior to this venture, <laughs> which... Um, number two. Yeah, Which exactly. doesn't include us, which right. is pretty good, yeah. And there's two of us, so yes. I don't know how that number works. But yes. anyway, um, so we, we appreciate your support and uh, the support of any and all other listeners. And we um, are accessible yes. through social media platforms and... Right. Email and we're on Twitter at at Suations and we're on Facebook at Conversations uh, forward slash Conversations and you you you're in there a lot and uh, we're also our email is uh, Conversations at Gmail dot com and of course there is the mothership the website Conversations dot com where we actually do a decent job of updating that with our especially our Black Series stuff um, <laughs> with our, uh, our there's so much fun our, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or Luke Foolery and, uh, and Han Jinks. Uh, Han Jinks and it's it's uh, it's Han Jinks. Oh, oh sorry, Han. Right, it's right, uh-huh, right. Lando yeah, reference right, on exactly. that one. And um, we're of course we are working on some cosplay for some top secret stuff that we're gonna compile and put together eventually, and that'll be a cool uh, photo essay. So thank you for uh, lending us your ears uh, on this episode, and uh, 
We'll likely be back to more of a regular format next uh, next episode. Um, but uh, thank you again. Yes, and as always, may the force be with you. <laughs>